Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Taking on the Titans, standing up for the little guy. It's The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Andrew Lawton here in for Roy on the Roy Green Show here on the Chorus Radio Network. Good to have you tuned into the show. As we wind down our time together, I wanted to spend a few moments talking about the really unfortunate ruling by the Human Rights Tribunal of Ontario about a Nigerian-born landlord who was earlier this year ordered to pay $12,000 for, in in the eyes of the tribunal, violating the religious rights of his tenants, who are Muslims, by not removing his shoes or accommodating their prayer times when he was re-renting their apartment in Brampton, Ontario. Now, John Alabi is the name of the man here. He's a landlord, a hardworking guy, an immigrant who now is making some money for himself and giving some housing to other people. And he had two Muslim tenants who were leaving. They were an Egyptian-born couple And he was trying to book viewing times for other people to come in and view it. Now, in this particular case, the laws are very clear in it. You have to give a level of notice to people. And I think it's 24 hours in Ontario, but there are different stipulations and and conditions and all of these other things. And he tried to arrange viewing times around their prayers. And the wife in this couple also needed advance notice so she could change into dress that was modest because she was around a man that was not her husband. So she needed to dress a certain way around him. That's fine. That's fair game. And they pray five times a day. So obviously this would take a little bit of meandering around the schedule here. And Mr. Alabi is not a Muslim himself, so he doesn't know the prayer calendar the way that the couple would. Now, all of that is to say that the complaint also hinged off of the fact that when he entered their apartment he didn't take off his shoes and where they pray they're not supposed to be wearing shoes so they say that this is racist and a violation of their religious rights now this man is a black nigerian immigrant who was accused by these tenants and the tribunal sided with the former tenants as being an intolerant racist they said and the tribunal agreed that he created quote a poisoned housing environment He had to pay them $6,000 each and take human rights training. And what was interesting is that this man saw what so many people, myself included, have been sounding the alarm over with human rights tribunals and commissions for years now, which is that it's guilty until proven innocent. It's not about right and wrong. It's about convenience and forced tolerance, forced diversity. So forced that you're gagging on it as it's being rammed down your throat. And he appealed this, of course. He was ordered to pay $6,000 each and human rights training, human rights training, which is basically I could condense it into five seconds. Don't offend your Muslim tenants and take off your shoes before you go into their house. Boom, training done. I'm guessing he probably had to take a lot more bureaucratized version of it 
He appealed it, and Joanne Pickle, who was the adjudicator of this, released a decision this past week standing by her ruling. She said she was not unfair to dis, uh, to dismiss his request to adjourn the hearing after he lost a son to suicide. The man wanted a break and said, can we pick this up at a later date? My son just killed himself. And she dismissed that. She also said that Mr. Alabi didn't start calling evidence until the hearing's second day, which wasn't held until nine months later, and didn't repeat his request to adjourn. So if he had repeated it, maybe she would have considered it. But no, he maybe just telling someone once, you know, my son killed himself, can I have a break, you'd think would be enough, but apparently not to Miss Pickle, who I believe has her last name lodged, you know, slightly above her gluteal fold, if memory serves me correctly here. And I'm looking at this as well, and Mr. Alabi does not speak English as a first language. And he says, look, there are some things that are lost in translation here. She said, no, that's not the case. So here we have this man who forever goes down in this tribunal as a racist, who has requested a little bit of a break because it sounds like he was dealing with problem and unruly tenants. And the most important part here that people need to realize, he was not found in violation of any of the rules whatsoever connected to landlord-tenant rules. He was not running afoul of those rules. He was found guilty by the Human Rights Tribunal of Ontario. Now, the HRTO or any other human rights tribunal in Canada can go after you when you haven't actually broken any rules. The Canadian Human Rights Commission can go after you when you haven't broken the criminal code. The BC Human Rights Commission can go after you when you haven't broken any BC law. All of these different agencies and institutions are following human rights codes, not laws, human rights codes. And these are the codes by which they decide whether you are a good person or a bad person. And that's, by the way, what we've done. It's kindergarten justice in a kangaroo court through and through. And the fact that this man, a Nigerian man, can be vilified as racist because he didn't take the shoes off when he was parading through this apartment. And who knows what's on the floor of it? I mean, if I'm going into someone's home, I'll generally, as a rule, take my shoes off. But I don't know if it was clean. I don't know if it was tidy. And I also think he's probably not thinking, oh, it is actually violating their religion for me to keep my shoes on. That would not be the first thing going through my mind. Maybe he was a little bit belligerent by not taking them off, but the way you deal with that is by saying, hey, come on, man, not cool. And it sounds like these people have a vendetta against him where they want to full stop see him as nothing short of a racist. And remember what I said at the top, when everyone is a racist, no one is a racist. When we dilute the meaning of racism so much that the landlord who apparently isn't as accommodating to his Muslim tenants is a racist, well, how is anyone? How is anyone supposed to be on the right side of it? How is anyone supposed to be on the right side of these issues? So thankfully, this man still has not let his faith in Canada get shattered, although he said he's a survivor. The upside is that he's going to take the Human Rights Tribunal ruling to court. Now, I am really, really hopeful for this because court is a real body of law. If he brings it to court, what he's actually doing here is bringing it into a realm where the, the, the rule of law is actually upheld. And that's, I think, what's long overdue here. And, you know, I knew someone that was faced with a Human Rights Commission complaint at the federal level, and she said her role would be, had they not dismissed it, to just ignore it. Ignore it, let them bang at her door and try to enforce it because it is an illegitimate body, and it truly is. This is the same body that fined a Montreal comedian because he told a joke 
that a couple of hecklers found offensive to them. This is the same body that told a McDonald's employee that it was a violation of her rights when her employer, McDonald's, forced her to wash her hands because she had an allergy to the soap they used. But that was a violation of her rights. So, you know what, if you're ever at that McDonald's in BC, I can't remember which one it was, you know, don't buy anything because the employees are violating or having their rights violated if they're asked by their employer to wash their hands. It's the same body that went to a Brantford restaurateur and said that you have to, despite your allergy to smoke, let people smoke pot in the doorway that you're walking in and out of. This happened a few years ago. This is the greatest hits reel of human rights commissions and tribunals across the country. This is by no means an exhaustive list. These things are wrong more often than they're right because they take away people's right to decide how to deal with these things themselves. And who suffers all of us? Because if it's going after John Alabi today, it could be going after you or I tomorrow. And this is the problem with these things that people need to realize is that these are only your friend when you're on the right side of it. But remember, justice that is this fickle cannot be relied upon to be all that consistent. We have to take a break here. When we come back in a couple of moments, we'll have a final wrap-up of today's edition of The Roy Green Show. That's up next. I'm Andrew Lawton. Stay tuned.